It's Golden Hour Adventure Time, featuring everyday people doing extraordinary things. From the peaks of victory to the valleys of defeat, these are their stories. Now, from the back of the pack, your hosts, Justin and Robbie. Welcome to Golden Hour Adventures. We had, we, uh, sorry, we're catching you right off guard, right off the beginning. We had an echo and I had a pause. It kind of caught me off guard. So we do our podcast over Zoom and like I can see everybody's faces. And when I had that echo, I kind of looked weird because I saw Robbie and I was like, Robbie, what is going on? Is that yours or mine? Maybe it's our guest. I don't know. We'll wait. We'll wait. Introduce them here in a minute. Um, yeah. So like want to plug ourselves for a minute. If you like the podcast or if you don't like the podcast, either way, I don't really care. I mean, I do. I would like you to like the podcast. But get on your platform that you listen to the podcast. Leave us a review. It can be good. It can be bad. Um, if you leave your name on the bad reviews, I will look you up. I will find you. And I'll probably just say, hey, what's up? Let's go have a beer. Tell me what what we need to do to improve. But go leave a review. Get on uh, Golden Hour Adventures on Instagram. Like it. Share it. Let's Let's grow in 2023. Yes. That's going to be our slogan. Grow 23. That's going to be. <laughs> grow 23. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just grow 23. Oh my gosh. That's probably something terrible. And we're going to like, we're, yeah, we're gonna we just something. marketed ourselves in this awful thing. Like, I don't know what it is. Uh, we started it here on Golden Hour Adventures, Grow 23. So <laughs> if you haven't heard the review, please go leave a review. Um, it helps us. It helps other adventurers find our podcast so please go leave us a review it can be good it can be bad but we prefer the good over the bad for sure um go on instagram and like our instagram's page share share your favorite episode to your stories please it helps us out uh in 23 we do have some swag coming out we're not going to say what it is but we're going to have swag um it's not going to be anything too fancy but it's gonna if you know me it's gonna have my spin on it so uh there may be some crazy colors coming out so pink, purple and orange uh yeah i would definitely i'm gonna rock a pink a pink purple and orange something i don't know we haven't actually decided we just decided that we need some swag with our logo to you know advertise our podcast like everybody yes. else does it so <laughs> oh somebody okay. said yes who was that that was me oh hey so our guest today is Rhiannon Solcher. She, oh, dang it. I, I practiced your first name <laughs> this whole time. Didn't even ask on your last name. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. No worries. That's not what is it? It's Sutra. Super. How did I not know that? Probably because I never have said your last name before. It's, it's a tough one. Yeah. Well, your first name is incredibly tough. It is. It's usually why I say re if it's easy because yeah. it's short and sweet. Everybody just calls her re. <laughs> um, so me and Robbie have run with re for uh, a couple years now. She is uh, she hails out of Gillette, Wyoming. She's one of those Wyoming doesn't exist runners. Uh, <laughs> she's she's a badass. She's run a couple fifty k's, mm -hmm. uh, tons of marathons. And she's just a, an awesome runner. And so we thought, why not have a normal everyday person who does an extraordinary things come on our podcast? So welcome to the podcast, Rhiannon. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. Yeah. 
I am excited to have you on. So how did you get into running? Um, it's kind of funny. So I, I did cross country my sophomore year of high school and I hated every single second of it. Um, <laughs> now, when you, when you say cross country, was this the three mile or sometimes <laughs> three like mile. The, the cross country is different distances? Yeah. So we just predominantly did like the five K. So, you know, one to three miles. Yeah, okay. um, my brother had done a cross country our freshman year, lost a ton of weight, um, enjoyed it. You know, he's a super uh, outgoing person. So we fit right in. And so he talked my other brother and I into doing it our um, sophomore year. And if you don't know, I'm a triplet. So my brothers are the same age. I did not and, know that. Yeah, I'm, I'm the oldest by three minutes. So my younger, <laughs> younger, bigger Your younger brother. brothers. <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Um, talked us into doing it and it was fun. I made some, you know, cool connections with the cross country team. Um, I wasn't a super outgoing person, so I kind of kept myself. I didn't like it. Didn't have the right gear. Um, would forget to, I say forget loosely, uh, to turn in my logbook so that I couldn't go to meets. Oh so that my I didn't gosh. Have to go. Um, <laughs> And then kind of just later in life was like, hey, you know, let's try running. So I had a couple of friends here in town, one that I kind of met through doing some different um, workout stuff, um, who had another friend that ran. And so we all kind of started running together. Um, and then my running partner then at the time, um, Lance Wheeler, um, he was training, I think, for a half Ironman. So we'd go out and run and kind of just got obsessed with it and I think like the first time I ever did a long run, we were like, yeah, we'll go out for two or three and like three miles. And he's like, oh, by the way, um, we're going to do six. And I'd never done that before <laughs> ever. So there's like no turning back. You're kind of either committed to just sucking it up and running it out or walk back. There was no really big option. So I feel of, like you're not the only guest we've had on that says that, oh, we're going out for a two miler and that turns into a seven or eight miler. Right. A bigger adventure, yeah. Your so friends like, always get you. <laughs> they do. I've kind of done that to other friends too. Oh, no. <laughs> like write a passage, like, oh, by the way. Um, so challenged me to do like a half marathon and I thought he was crazy. Um, did that, thought I was gonna die. Um, and that was like 2017. Um, 2018, he challenged me to do a marathon again. I'm like, that's a bad idea let's not do that. And then like, you know, the next day I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, twist my arm. I'm in, I'm, I'm down. So I'm that person. I'm like, that's a terrible idea, but okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so did like my first marathon in 2018. What um, marathon was that? that? The Marine Corps marathon in DC. Oh, nice. Um, and that what was great back when it was that. still a lottery. So you had to put your name in um, for the lottery and not everybody, um, was entered. They've kind of changed that over the last few years due to COVID. They did a lot of virtuals. Um, and then I'm not sure that they'll go back to that lottery system, Okay. but happened to get in. Um, the stipulation with it was if I got in, my running partner would pay for my plane tickets. So I'm like, okay, hey, not a bad, so, I need to find that yeah. running partner. Yeah, right? me too. Yeah. Where do we find so, them? does he need another partner to come run with him or (laughs) right yeah he's in colorado now um but (laughs) yeah and that was a pretty cool experience um kind of did like the struggle bus the last couple miles so that was like my first and my longest time for a marathon i think it was almost seven hours uh 
but it was a really cool experience to do like a big race like that, just having all the crowd support, you know, and just random people that are out there cheering you on, um, having snacks and fireball shots and beer shots, like <laughs> at random places. Um, You're in the parties. race? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they had different spots. I'm pretty sure we did a fireball shot somewhere. Um, I don't remember the total elevation on that one, but I still laugh um, when people on like the Marine Corps um, marathon page on Facebook are like, oh, it's so hilly. I'm like, it's not hilly. There's maybe a few inclines, but it's not not a ton of elevation gain. Um, But cool experience to travel and and go to a race like that. Um, And then just kind of from there, it's just been, you know, what else can I do? Um, Got into trail running, I think 2019, um, doing Bighorns. Uh, 30k uh, with a different running partner that I ran with for about a year, year and a half, um, and got more into trails kind of then. And it's just been, you know, what can I go to this close? Um, you know, supporting the local races in South Dakota, Casper, Wyoming, um, Sheridan, Wyoming, Dayton was like the big horn race. So it's just been kind of, what else can I do? Do you prefer trails over road or? Um, I really like trails. Road is kind of a different animal um i've still met some cool people doing like road races but trail runners are for sure i think awesome people i met you guys trail running um i've met some really you know good close friends um trail running so i mean they're just a a different breed of people and they're just welcoming and they're you know accepting they're like hey you know you meet somebody on the trail and you just sit there and run with them walk with them talk with them um which is pretty cool yeah I've always said that, that I, I, I'm not in the road running world at all. I don't know, you know, many road runners and I personally haven't run very many road running races, but I, you know, it's just like the trail people. You're just like, man, these are my people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they'll have people that are like, you'll have your guys or gals that are super fast and be up front, but they'll hang back with you and just carry on a conversation. I think that's, that's super cool. And that's, that's yeah. inviting to, you know, introducing new people to the sport. Definitely. I agree. I meant, um, I don't know, I did, when I did the Black Hills 150K this year, I ran back and forth with a lady from Wisconsin um, and we just chatted here and there along the trail for pretty much the majority of the race. Um, And then she finished, you know, shortly after me. So it was kind of really cool to see her finish because she struggle busted, fell a couple of times. Um, And, you know, it was just a cool person to meet kind of along the trail. Yeah, for sure. Definitely agree with that. What was uh what was your favorite road and favorite trail race that you've done? Um that's a good one. I think probably Marine Corps Marathon is probably my funnest road mar like road race. Um have you done many then, road marathons? No, not really. That's probably the only one I've done. Um the other three that I've done are on the Mickelson oh, okay. um, trail in South Dakota. So I wouldn't really consider that a road. Um, but yeah, that's probably the only actual road one that I've done. And I did the, uh, rock and roll half in Denver. That was my first half. That was pretty cool. Um, but trails I think are a lot more fun. And I've heard the rock and the rock and roll, um, they actually put on like a really good race. They do. They have a lot of cool, like just through the, through the course, they have different bands hanging out, just playing, um, I've heard like Boulder Boulder down in Colorado is really cool. Um, I had some friends that did that last year. Um, that'd probably be one that I would maybe want to do. It's just a, a 10K. Um, I think they do a 5K too, but they have a lot of cool like things just along the way, like 
um, like trampolines and, you know, beer shots. And I'm like, <laughs> I can, I can do that. I mean, that sounds like fun. Um, so that might be one to go and do, you know, at some point, but. Robbie, done have you yet. done Boulder Boulder? Nope. Really? No, I've never ran a road race. Ever. Oh, never. Ever. Just trails. Mm. Just trails. <laughs> right on. This might be my year though. Uh-oh. The Boulder Boulder, I think, might be the largest 10K in the nation. Yeah, it's I do huge think it is, from what yeah. I hear. I have no idea what the numbers are on it, but I know that it it's... I think it's, it's like 150,000 or something. I could be wrong. That's pretty big. <clears throat> I know the CU uh, students hang out on the corners and do all kinds of fun stuff. That's probably where the yeah. trampoline and the, the bear shots and all that stuff comes from. <laughs> <laughs> right? Got to make it fun. Might as well. They've had 1.2 million runners over the year run that race. Wow. wow. So not like the most recent one was 54,000 runners. It's pretty big. 54,000. That's huge. I know that that they have. Yeah, I think last year. I think they have a bunch of different waves that they have to do. They have like elite Mm -hmm. waves and then like party waves and. I don't know. So yeah, yeah, you yeah I think you have to run, you have to run a 10k and you're that qualifying time, I believe, for the wave you start. Yeah, I think you have to like prove that you've run something to yeah. to get into a, if you want to run a faster wave. I think you can just go run it, but that makes sense. Walkers. There's a lot of walkers. Yeah, there's a lot of walkers. Oh, and whatever. then they used to do a 5k. I'm not sure that they still do, but that'd be fun too. That'd be a lot, a lot of fun to go do. It'd be a lot of fun. What was your favorite trail race? Um, I have a couple. I really like the Black Hills um, 150K. That was that was a lot of fun. Um, Bighorn 30K is a beast. Uh, I in the back of my head kind of was like, well, maybe I could do the the 50K on that. You know, going into this year, but um, that's gonna have to wait probably another year. Um, Nightcrawler in Casper, Wyoming is a lot of fun. Um, even just going out this last year or this last summer and just supporting, you know, all the runners from South Dakota that came over and did that, that I talked, <laughs> kind of talked into going um, and wasn't able to run. Um, it was still really cool to just see everybody come out and just, you know, lay it out there. And, you know, Robbie, you did what, 41 miles on that one? 51. 51. Okay. Yeah. So you guys like threw down. It was freaking awesome. You know, and then uh, that was pretty cool. So those are probably like my top my top ones that I like so far. I'd like to maybe do a, a bigger distance at um, either Bighorn or Black Hills 100 at some point, but it's probably going to be another year before I can do that. I think the, the Bighorns <laughs> would be a f- like a fun 50K. Like you're going to get a lot of downhill. You're going to get some climbing. I think that would be a really cool 50K. I don't know the 50K route because I – didn't hit like a half marathon of that section that they do well probably like seven miles of that section the rest yeah. of the races don't run so um i want to say that they i think they started do they start the same place as the 30k but they do a yeah they do a half, half marathon, marathon loop and then run the last 18 yeah. That, yeah. with the 30k so i don't think that would be too bad i mean i know the downhill section on that one is pretty pretty brutal um and definitely requires doing a lot of like downhill training or, you know, building up your quads so you don't just get beat up. 
yeah. which I think the two times I've done it is kind of beat me up. That, first race, time, is, that race is tough. It's it's tough. I'm not gonna lie that when I did it in 2019, um, I cried a couple of times. <laughs> um, <laughs> like teenage girls are running downhill past me and they're like, great job. And I'm like, you too. And I'm just like, this is crazy. Why did I sign up for this? I did it voluntarily. Um, and yet I went back and did it again, you know, two years later, which was, I mean, kind of knew what to expect. Um, so it wasn't as, I guess, scary but it was still it's a it's a tough race but it's it's a lot of fun too it's kind of like when you get done you're like oh my god that was awful and awesome and crazy and amazing at the same time when can i do it again yeah um, that was funny i was going through my pictures the other day and you ran with another friend of mine mm-hmm. or in 21 that 30k and yep. so i had taken a picture of her starting the race and i didn't even know you at that time and so no, yeah. I sent you a picture the other day and I was like, hey, look, I got this picture of you. Not sure if right? you're we didn't even know each other then, which is like, it's kind of like that small world, like the six degrees of separation. You know, you meet somebody that knows somebody else and then you meet them. And it's, it's just like, that's the cool thing with, you know, with running and trail running and just like the, the Black Hills Runners Club and, and all of that, just these awesome people that you meet along the way that if I didn't run and I didn't do this, this sport, I wouldn't meet and, you know, know. So I yeah. just, I love that. That's always like the one thing that I talk up to anybody. They're like, well, why do you run? I'm like, well, why not? I'm like, but I get to meet these cool people that I wouldn't know otherwise. And, you know, I wouldn't be able to call them my friends because I, I didn't, didn't know them before I did this. So. Yeah, for sure. And we, and we met at that race. And so that was, that was kind of neat. Yeah. We had a couple of years afterwards in the park. (laughs) As I say, we had a couple. (laughs) (laughs) Just a couple. Well, I wasn't running. I had the, I had the, uh, the black Hills 100 the weekend after that. So I was out there to, I was out there to pace, but the guy that I was pacing ended up being DNFing before I was scheduled to pace. So, um, so yeah, I just kind of went out there and hung out at the the finish line. It was really fun. Really cool. That race is just has a really cool finish line. It does like running into the park, um, and just having, you know, other runners that have finished, um, their families, the whole town of like Dayton, Wyoming coming out um to support is is pretty cool. Yeah. Um it's it's a lot of fun. Like I I I was I came over, I didn't run it this year, but I came over because a bunch of, you know, the Black Hills runners were running it. So you ran the hundred. Um Jason ran the fifty mile and there was your your wife and um a couple other ladies that were running the 50k and then I had some friends from here in Gillette that ran the 30k. So came out and it's like, oh, might as well just hang out in the park and wait for everybody to finish, have some beer. That's awesome. She waited a long time for me to get finished. <laughs> Not really. I mean, you were well, you know. like you were that so far behind. <laughs> like Jason, I felt like came in not, not much before you on the 50 mile. I think he was after. Was he? Maybe he was after. Yeah, he was like right behind me. Because I kept waiting on him to pass me because he was the 50 miler. Yeah. I was like, he's got to be past me sometime, but yeah. And you guys uh, had some heat on that one. It was so hot, like 104. I don't actually know. I know it was above 100, but I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was insane. Yeah. That was the story of Justin's life in 2022. It was hot. Oh my God. I'm not. If 23 is this way, I'm stopping. (laughs) Like, I'm done. I'm not doing it. I just wanted to make a post and I didn't do it, but I'm like, 22 was the year of heat. Mm-hmm. Every freaking race I ran was like hotter than hot. 
even Nightcrawler, they were like, oh, it's a little bit hot this year. I'm like, yeah, because I'm freaking here <laughs> in the middle of the night in August. And it's like, why wouldn't it be hot? The bike yeah, race that ran the next weekend or their road was like, oh, it's freaking hot. I'm like, if Rocky Raccoon is hot, I'm oh, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> Just canceling I'm an ultra. Now. I'm going to run an ultra in Alaska and it's going to be like a 90 degrees and be like, it's never been 90 degrees here before. <laughs> well, uh, I'm here. So I signed up. It's 90 degrees now. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's a little bit cooler and, you know, not crazy for you. It was so stupid this year. 2022, the year of heat. <laughs> oh, well. True. So uh, when we met, I didn't know this, but through, you know, getting to know you, you were you were a streaker. I was not <laughs> like the naked streaker, just the one streaker. I had to clarify that before. Well, you know, like, I totally want to introduce. Do, some of them do do the naked streak. Defend their I mean, streak. They could, but I would totally I introduce myself. Hey, I'm Ree. Uh, I'm a streaker. I did. I've done that. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm streaking. They're like, you're. You're what? Like, I mean, I'm running a streak like consecutive days, and they're like. And then I had to explain it further, and they're like, uh, okay. Nobody would know that except for a runner. Be like, oh, I'm streaking. Right. Be like, oh, yeah, cool. How many days you got, you know? Right, yeah. Normal people, they just look at, look at you like you're crazy, which they do anyway when you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go out and run, you know, this many miles. And they're like, why? So what was your, what, what did you have to run a day? So uh, to do a streak, you have to do a minimum of at least a mile per day consecutive days. So could be any time of day within that 24 hours um, to still make the mile. So um, there's kind of the hardcore that say you have to run the whole mile. There's those that are like, you know, it's whatever you need to do. Um, there were many days where it was a run walk because that's all that I could muster up. Yeah. Um, especially after bigger races where I felt like I was, you know, baby giraffe, like limbs flailing. Um, and it probably was <laughs> I don't like know if I've never heard that before. I've never heard it. Baby giraffe. Baby I like giraffing. It. That's yeah. awesome. I love that. Yeah. Felt that way. I mean, it probably didn't quite look that way, but it felt that way. Um, so lots of, you know, awful miles that would just go out and get it done. And I kind of started to think that just even going out and doing, you know, a slow slogging mile after a bigger race, um, the more that I did it, that I didn't have as long of like a recovery time or like that time that I'm like super sore afterwards. Um, so it was, you know, kind of something that was just a casual, like, hey, let's do this for a year. Again, my running partner at the time, um, Lance, challenged me and did it for a year. And then we just decided to keep on keep on going. So his, his streak, um, we started uh, January 1st, 2018. Um, his streak, he's continued going. So he's on, today was year five, um, his five-year anniversary. I got to four and a half. Um, and had to call it quits. So it was kind of kind of rough, um, but it was the right choice um, yeah. for where I was at at that point. So what, what got you, I know it was a challenge, but what made you just the drive to keep going past that one year? Um, kind of just like, let's see what we can do. It's like, let's kind of challenge and see, see what we can do next. Kind of just that always looking for something more. Um, so it kind of just, like I said, just started out as a year. Let's try, you know, 
going two years. And then at that point, it's just, it's a habit. And it's just part of, you know, I can spend 12 minutes, 15 minutes of my day to go out and run outside or run on the treadmill if that's what I have to do, if it's, you know, awful out. Um, and it just kind of became part of my day. Um, sometimes wasn't easy to do. It was like, oh God, I got to go and do my mile. But you know, other days it's like, yeah, I get to go and do my mile. So it's just like kind of flipping your mindset and, and how you look at it. Um, and then it just kind of became like, if I quit for any stupid reason, I'm going to have to explain that to my friend, you know, who kind of through all of that had moved to Colorado and be like, oh yeah, I stopped my streak and have to explain why. Yeah. And then probably get my ass chewed. Um, <laughs> So really it kind of turned into, well, I'm just going to keep doing this until I can't. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of kept doing it. And like I said, it was about four, four and a half years. So 1,660 days um, total before I had to, to, you know, call it quits. Was, uh, was your, uh, what was I going to say? Was your mile a, like I have to run underneath a certain pace or did you just, I have to get a mile in? Just have to get a mile, however feel, it looks. I feel like that'd be easier. Like, all right, I need to get a mile and um, that's it. As yeah. opposed to like having a certain time. Because, I mean, after you run a big race, like, all right, I got to run a 10-minute mile. That's sometimes... I, I, Unrealistic. Hard. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, for me, like some people will be like, all right, I'll be out there tomorrow running a 20-miler. But I don't know. I think that, yeah, you're right. J just getting the mile in is mm -hmm. is enough. Some of yeah. these streaks I've heard about are like insane. Like I've heard people run a 5k every day. I'm like, mm -hmm. what? that's like, that's insane to me. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that wouldn't be bad. I mean, you think three miles isn't that far, but yeah, when you're coming off of a big race, um, or just, you know, looking at it that way, that's, this might be a bit much, but just committing to a mile isn't awful. Yeah. Um, like I said, 12 to 15 minutes, if it's just slow, I don't ever put like a, a set distance or, or not a distance, a pace on it. It's just whatever it is. Um, there might've been times that I'm like, okay, let's see how fast I can get the mile done because it's dark and it's cold out and yeah. I just want to be done. Um, <laughs> but that's few and far between. It's like whatever I got to do to get it done. So I was the cause of you stopping your run streak. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't say the cause, but it was... I was a yes. contributing factor to that. <laughs> and I want to apologize. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, no, it, it is... It was just nature that, that had its... So let, let me clarify. She we can blame the Army Corps of Engineers, right? We'll blame the Army Corps of Engineers. Yes, that that's probably <laughs> fair because that trail was um, well overgrown and very hard to judge. Yeah, that's my that's where my fault comes in. I was like, hey, let's go do a 12 mile trail run on a trail that's really like, cool. Okay. Tons of water crossings. Uh little did we know that the the brush is gonna be head high over increases, trail. yeah. It was it was like 10, 12 foot tall. And I'm like, what is going on? This is a <laughs> state run trail. Why was it so Robbie, were you there that day? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. It was fun. I mean, it was a blast, not for it was a lot uh, of fun. Yeah, but... Until it wasn't. Yeah. So go ahead and tell what happened. Um, so we were on the Deerfield Trail at a Silver City Crypt. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it was 12. I think it was supposed to be seven to 10, depending on the out and back. I don't remember. I think we were going to go uh, far out, then four back. 
Yeah. Okay. So it's supposed to be like seven to eight. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the brush was super high. Um, kind of felt like we were running through parts of Jurassic Park and I was waiting for a velociraptor to jump out. <laughs> you know what? Um, I would kind of thought that at the same time. I was yeah. like, there's a dinosaur hiding in here, promise. Right? There's something that's going to eat us besides the bugs because I did get kind of eaten alive by the bugs too. Forgot the bug spray. Don't do that. Um, so got about three, three and a half miles in and went over. Um, I stopped. I was having like the day from hell because my shoes kept getting untied. I had a new pack. Um, I had a hole in my pack, so it was leaping all over trying to MacGyver that with, uh, I think, KT tape and a Ziploc bag, because I always keep an extra Ziploc bag in, or two in my pack, just in case I need to put my phone in it or anything that might get wet. Um, Did I put the KT tape on you, on yeah. your pack? Yeah, okay, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, we tried so. that, I and it worked now, a yeah. little bit, but um, it still was kind of leaking all over. So I went to retie my shoe, because the brush kept untying him, even though I double knot him, and got behind everybody else. Went over a couple um, footbridges, uh, stepped off the footbridge, and I severely misjudged the distance down um, and did not land very well, um, didn't cushion it, and I just rolled my ankle right underneath me and kind of just tip, topped right over or, you know, fell over, yelled at uh, Justin and Alex. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like, hey, guys, and they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, it was not like so. that at all. She wasn't casual, like, hey, guys. Uh, we were a little <laughs> bit ahead, but not, I mean, 10, 15 not feet. Far. I heard a blood-curling scream. <laughs> and it was like, help. <laughs> no, it wasn't, hey, guys. It was like, <laughs> a help, like, severely, like, what's going on? Uh, okay, yeah, it was it was panicked very much so <laughs> I I did not know if I was severely injured. Um I just knew that everything in my ankle and my foot hurt. Um thankfully you guys came back for me and you weren't too far ahead that I was completely screwed. Um was able to put weight on it. Did not think I could run. Um, and then decided that, well, we're going to just hike it back. So I tried to just shoo them off and go, Hey, yep. Nope. I'll be fine. Justin being, you know, the awesome chivalrous, chivalrous man that he is was like, Nope, I'll walk back with you. So we had a three and a half mile, really long hike back. Cause it was very slow. Um, could put weight on it. Thought I just fractured it. Well, I didn't think I fractured it. I thought I just sprained the hell out of it. Um, cause it had already started swelling was kind of turning a little bit purple kind of around my ankle. Um, hike back, had a great conversation. Um, we got to everyone. know each other. We really got we to did, know each yeah. other. We thought that we were going to run into Bethany and Linnea at one point because they were hiking, but they kind of had the same thought. They're, they're like, this is awful. It's too <laughs> too much brush, too many bugs. So they went back early. So we ended up hiking all the way back and just hanging out and waiting for everybody else. And then we went and ate at, uh, was that the Sugar Shack? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic burgers. Um, so again, yeah, I just, I thought I, I thought I sprained it. So I made an appointment with my doctor the next day, went in, did x-rays. She's like, you know, I'm like, can I still run? She's like, mm, be really careful. And she kind of gave me the clearance to just go ahead and run after she checked my x-ray. And she's like, yeah, it just looks like a really bad sprain. Just be really careful. So I tried to go out and do a mile and it was awful. 
Um, it was mostly kind of just walking and kind of just limping back to my house. Cause I couldn't, it was like a shuffle. It wasn't even like a slog. Um, it was barely a shuffle. So I was like, okay, well, regardless, I don't think I can continue my streak after this. So I got to the 1,660 days and I I'd already called it quits at that point. And then my doctor called me the next day and she's like, oh, we went back and looked at it and you actually fractured your ankle. So I had, um, it's called an avulsion fracture where the tendon in your ankle pulls off a chunk of your bone. Um, not uncommon in sports. So I did four weeks in a walking boot, which was quite fun. <laughs> had to learn how to drive with that. Um, I when I first got it, I'm like, I don't know how to drive, and I because it's my right ankle, and I'm like, this is bullshit. She's like, well, you have to figure it out or or use your left foot, and I'm like, I don't think you know me. My left foot in driving is it's like retarded. I can't <laughs> even driving a stick shift. It's like you want me to do what? So <laughs> I would drive without my boot until I kind of figured out how to drive with it. Um, and was in that kind of non-weight bearing for four weeks, two weeks on and off, and then did, I think, six weeks of physical therapy. Um, and then trying to think when I got a, I had to, I wrote myself notes because if I don't, I forget everything. Um, I started like physical therapy in September. And then I think I was able to start kind of running. I was able to walk um, Summit you know, the end of September-ish um, when I was doing physical therapy. And then I was able to kind of start running like October okay. again. So it's kind of starting over from scratch. Yeah. What is, um, well, I know having to stop run that stop running, that really kind of messes with your mental health, but mm -hmm. you had, you had something else. Like you had a four and a half year streak going Yeah. that you had to stop because of this. Like how, do, how does that affect your, your mental health? I, I'm assuming it's compounding between not being able to run. Yeah. You know, and because I guess I didn't really, ahead, I didn't sorry. think it'd be that big of a deal. I was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, it's not going to be that, that big, but I think it, it was a lot more because yeah, when you're able to go out and run, it's my, my stress release. Um, even when it's hard and it sucks and my body hurts and whatever, like running's a big thing. Like just being able to go and whatever I have going on, I can be like, it's gone for right now. I'm going to go out and do whatever I'm going to do. I can think and ponder on it, you know, while I'm out there, um, or not think about it at all. Um, I don't always listen to music when I run, especially if I'm with other people, if I'm by myself and I'm doing a short run, I might have like one earbud in, but I don't really listen to a lot of music. I definitely don't on trails cause I get lost. I've done that missed a turn somewhere because I had earbuds in. Um, but it, it was a lot like, um, harder than I thought it would be because I couldn't really, um, I could work out, but I couldn't do anything that was straining. So if I did like weights, I had to do anything that was weight bearing kind of sitting down. So it's not really the same. So I kind of tried doing some workouts at home just with light weights and wasn't feeling it. And I'd kind of quit doing like a traditional workout, um, of any kind other than running uh, a couple of years ago. So I, I wasn't doing like the right things to, to really help support my running for a while. So it was probably one of those things bound to happen because I just neglected everything else, but it's, it's nice to be back to it. It's a little harder to kind of start over knowing where I could, you know, the summer before I injured myself, I could go, all right, I'm going to go, I can do a half marathon. I could jump into doing a marathon. I could go and do a trail pretty much of any distance and be fine. And now it's like, I'm up to five and a half miles and that's kind of challenging. 
um, not so much for like my body, like my ankle feels good. It's like building your lungs back up, building your endurance back up. And I didn't think that that would be hard. It's like, okay, we'll just jump back in and it'll be fine. But it's been a little bit harder than I thought it would be. And then just like that whole time of not being able to run, I was probably a really cranky person. Probably yeah. still a little bit. Um, well, I, you know, I, you know, I recently moved to Alaska and of course we had a, you know, a great group of runners. And I think the thing that I've struggled with a lot is I'm running by myself now. And so yeah. uh, I can only imagine that that was a, it's been, it's been huge for me. Mm -hmm. And I, I've struggled with it a lot because I'm a social runner. I'm a social person. So I'm a social runner and I don't have that group to hold me accountable a or B just to like shoot the shit with. And so I would yeah, imagine that, that if you're not running, a lot of your friends are probably runners. And so mm. you somewhat distance yourself from them because you're not able to get out with them and you don't relate with them at that particular time. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't want to say ironic, but this year, um, two of the ladies that I run with here in town and I try to talk them into a lot of, you know, fun things running wise, but they've all had their own kind of health and PT issues. So it's kind of like the little small group that I run with here have all had their own issues that we've all been working for. So in that respect, like with one of my, you know, my best friend here in town, um, both of us kind of going through different things. Um, injury wise, but having kind of like a, Hey, you know, you're going through this, you're still doing what you can, you know, having that support's been helpful, but yeah, not being able to like go in, you know, seeing our butters friends our butters group in South Dakota, go out and do trail races. I'm like having that kind of FOMO, like the fear of missing out, but like that, I don't want to say like jealousy, but kind of like, I can't go and do that yet, but yeah. soon. Um, so that was, that was kind I would of imagine hard. Nightcrawler was tough too because you know yeah. you were you invited us to go to Nightcrawler, and then you know your issue you know yeah. your your medical issue happened and then you know we're all still going and you came as well and you helped support and like we all hung out of course but yeah it had to be it had to be tough it was and I I tried really hard I'm like okay maybe I can hike it out because um, at that point I was out of my boot. Um, I think I'd already, um, I hadn't started PT yet. Um, I think I was just about to, but I was like, maybe I can walk it and I can just, I can hike a loop and see how it goes and still say that I finished. But I got like a mile, I got like that short mile and a half loop that um, they cut off to in the wee morning hours. And um, I had my husband hike it with me and he was just like, this is so cool. I can see why you like it because there's rocks and all these things. And he's kind of that, you know, he loves that kind of outdoor stuff. Um, but I could, I had it wrapped just with like a, a basic, just ankle wrap. And I was like, no, this isn't, this is too much. Just the uneven um, ground, just having it slightly, you know, off, off center was too much. So I was like, nope, this is not, not there yet. Um, so it's like, well, if you can't, you can't do, then you, you know, help support. So that was still kind of, it was still a lot of fun to come out and see all of you guys just throw down. I um, mean, even at kind of some of the other races, like going to um, the seventh cavalry race and just hanging out with everybody there. Um, oh yeah. You well, were there. I forgot about that. Yep. And then uh, Ann Fisher did the lean horse 20 miles. So I met her after that. Um, hanging out at like the Haven half, the few runners that did that, I think what was it Alex and 
uh, Nathan um, did that one. So it still kind of went and hung out. You know, so that was still kind of fun and just having still having that connection. I think, yeah, like being distanced from people and not being able to go and like, like you said, you you know, running by yourself, like missing that connection is probably, I think, the harder one of the harder parts as well is just having not having like that outlet to just go and, you know, relieve stress. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've like I said earlier, I, I've really struggled, you know, these past couple of months, like getting out. I wanted to do something during the winter time. So I was like, well, let me sign up for a winter race. And so not a winter race. It's a, it's a race that happens during the winter, but it's not a winter mm -hmm. race, yeah. but you know, it's like, it's been tough to get out and run, you know, 20 milers cause I'm running a hundred. So it's like, I'm, you know, I need to get those long runs in, but I've had to do them all by myself. And so that, mm -hmm. you know, that has been, it's been tougher for me to, to do cause the majority of my running has been with friends. I would say almost all of my running has been with friends minus yeah. like maybe my one or two days that I go out and do my speed workout or something like that. But all of my long runs have been with people. And so it's been a real big shift for me. So, you know, and I'm learning to, to enjoy running by myself, but I think that I'll always be a, a group run type person. So yeah. I just got to find my group. <laughs> right yeah you find some other crazy runners up there there's got to be somebody or somebody there's talk into something i bet yeah, once I you get to where is it fair fairbanks yeah when I'm the fair, there's a bunch of crazies up there it's just mm -hmm. that's a two-hour drive almost so it's like it's tough to drive up there run 20 yeah. miles drive back so come back. Yeah. here i'm talking to you and you drove all the way to south dakota to run with us but i mean <laughs> Yeah, two hours. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's just kind of, you know, that's been that's been tough. But I think once I get established at my next place in Fairbanks, uh, it'll be a little bit easier. But so yeah, so I, I can say that I, I connect with you in that sense. But, you know, I, I yeah. applaud you for for coming out and supporting because, you know, if that was me, if I broke my ankle, I would have like deleted Strava. I never would have gone to anything. All social media. <laughs> right. <laughs> Running in yeah. stash would have just been stash, be sitting <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not going to say that I didn't do that, but it was, I mean, again, I like, I like the social part of it. So even just coming out and seeing my friends is, is a big part of it. But yeah, I've, I was probably a little bit salty for, for quite a while, just at like, just not being able to do anything. Um, Robbie, she just, held a grudge yeah. against me. I guarantee you. She no. still does to this day. She's like, damn you. You had <laughs> me go on that stupid trail. I think it's more probably with myself because I'm like, you know, okay, I wasn't doing all, like I said, all the things like to help support running. I wasn't doing anything else strength training wise, um, any other type of cross training. I wasn't eating well. I'm still working on that part. Um, but Aren't I quit doing chef? like all of the things. I know. Aren't you a chef? I, I am. I don't cook regularly anymore. <laughs> my husband does. Um, my husband is still a chef. Um, I work in a long-term care facility, so I'm the nutrition manager for the department. Um, so I make sure everybody else is doing the things. Um, it's like a mechanic. So, they never work on their cars because they don't want yeah. to. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I quit doing all of the things. So I think I was more like angry with myself for quitting yeah. doing things that I know support um, running. So I'm, I'm kind of slowly getting back into that. Um, I did, I think six to eight weeks of physical therapy, probably still should be doing that at home, but I'm not. Um, 
because my PT gave me like, they have an app, which is really cool. And he gave me all my workouts, but if I do all of them, it's over an hour. Um, so it's a little hard to commit to that when my work schedule and just things are crazy. Um, and then I've been working with a, um, strength and conditioning coach, um, that's in, uh, a smaller company that's inside my my physical therapy's office. So I've been oh, working cool. with them since November, um, twice a week. So that's been super helpful um, just to be getting some uh, strength and mobility because it wasn't just my ankle that I had mobility issues with. Um, I mean, a lot with it just being immobile for, for six or well, four weeks in a boot. Um, I have some mobility issues there, but it's just like my glutes and my knees, you know, not doing the things that they need to write. Um, so having somebody else kind of notice that and, you know, give me workouts that challenge and make, you know, those areas a little more stronger. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So I got a question for you, but first I have a, a comment. Um, it was really coming out to Nightcrawler and seeing your face every time I came around that eight mile loop in the middle of the night. You just sitting there, even though there was a few other people, but it was, uh, you were always happy. I always asked me if I needed anything. It was, it was very great. So I appreciate you being there and, you know, taking that in, even though you were injured and you tried to get out there, that was, uh, I can't thank you enough. That was, you really kept me going, whether you know that or not, you, you just being there was something that kept me going. For sure. Like every single time I came through as well, like it was just like hey what can i do for you what do you need and it's just like no i'm good but like i know you wanted to help but at the same time it was like i got it i got it i'm good you know right the time i was trying to figure out what was going on right yeah it's like sometimes you don't know what you need and you're like i don't know um yeah and then what was it laura didn't have a headlamp and i brought like a crap ton. I think I brought every headlamp that I own. Um, and they're not great, but they work. And yeah. she didn't have a headlamp. And I'm like, I have many here. <laughs> Take them. Um, so just, I mean, even just being able to help, that's, you know, it it kind of helps the side like that, not being able to do so I can let me let me help, you know, those that can't do teach type of thing. Yeah. So that was, that was satisfying for me to be able to come out and do those kind of things, even though I couldn't do it. Um, you know, support my friends. It was great fun. When you um when you first started the streak, uh, mm-hmm. where was where was your mental health? And then before the incident of hurting your ankle, where was your mental health? Uh, where did that streaking journey take you? Um, I think it it helps you really kind of I guess gauge just running. I mean, I guess I haven't really thought about like that, that side of it, but, um, I think like when I started, it was just like, well, let's see how far we can do or how long we can do it. And then it's just like a part of my, part of my day. So it was like that one thing, like, I don't, you know, even if the day sucks, if everything in the day went wrong, you know, work was awful, whatever, I'm going to come home. I'm going to do my mile. I'm going to, you know, run it out. Um, so for that side, it's, you know, it, it helped my, my mental health, um, and just my, my sanity. Um, and then kind of not being able to, I didn't think it would be that big of an issue. Um, but it really was. And then it's, it's hard to find like other positive things, um, that can help kind of fill that, that gap or that void. Um, if that answers your question at all. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of research coming out now um, 
with people just saying go for a walk, that's the best thing you can do for yourself. Um, you know, not going lifting weights, not changing your diet for mental health anyways. Mm. Um, I would just think stacking that for so long, like you said, you knew I could go out for that whatever mile or whatever the distance was, and you knew that you could work that out, whatever was going on through the day, I guess. Yeah. Um, that, like a lot of us run for mental health reasons. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. It's like I can go, I'm if, if it's just a mile or if I'm gonna go out for three, I'm just gonna go and I know I'm gonna feel better when I get done. Um and there's not many things that that do that. Like like you said, not even going out and working out, like it's not the same. Um so not being able to is was hard, but I'm I'm glad that I'm able to get back to it now and kind of start working back into it and building it, I guess, kind of, I don't want to say the right way, but better um, than where I, I hopefully was when I, you know, was injured and kind of build back up and see, see where I can go, you know, over this next year. Do you think you took it for granted? Probably. For sure. Now, I mean, it's. What would you do different with knowing what you know now? Um, for sure, like the cross training and strength training, like the weightlifting and all of that stuff is for sure beneficial. Um, even if it's just once or twice a week, just to help support and give you the strength that you need to be a better runner. Um, you know, diet isn't always a big thing, but it's a part, it can be a part of, you know, having a better mental health. I know when I choose to eat better, you know, not as crappy, I feel a little bit better. Um, so just kind of, taking all of the things that I know that are beneficial and just lumping them all together to, to be a better runner and to be kind of, I guess, I, I don't know, more thankful for like, just, you know, I, I haven't been back on a trail um, yet. I'm hoping kind of in the spring, um, get out and start kind of hiking and seeing how, how my ankle does before I kind of get back into trail running, but just being able to go out and, you know, run with my friends or if I'm just jumping on my treadmill here at home, I'm definitely thankful that I can still do it. Um, I know that there's a lot of people that can't come back from an injury depending on what it is. So I'm, I'm thankful it wasn't major. I mean, not, not to like, you know, poo-poo it or say that it wasn't a big deal, but I'm glad it wasn't, you know, something worse that kind of deterred me or I, that I couldn't ever run again because I think that would be awful. You know, shit just happens and you can't always, accidents happen. And yeah, one, one thing I've learned is, you'd never know when they're going to happen. Mm -hmm. But if you're grateful for what you have for that day and being out there, sometimes that eliminates some of the problems, but then moving forward, you're more always grateful for what you have. Mm -hmm. I, I, and I think a lot of people struggle with that because if they've been athletes, they've you know just been good, then they've never gotten injured. Then right. that first one injury, like you said, could be the end of their career. And how do they live with themselves after that? That's who they identify with. 100%. Right. And, you know, and if you think about it for the service people, I mean, this, the rate of suicide is just going up every day. And I don't know why. No one knows why people do this. Um, but I think if we take a step back and really look at who we are and what we're grateful for, I think they'll go a long ways. Definitely. So do you have a streak in mind to restart kind of after you know you asked me the other 
was it last week or the week before or whatever, you know, if I'd come on and talk about my streak, I was like, okay. And I've had, I think you mentioned it. And then my friend that um, I was streaking with have both mentioned, well, are you going to start it over again? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. We'll see. And then I think I kind of in my mind was like, okay, January 1st, let's start it over and just see how it goes. And I actually did tell my, my trainer that last week when I was working with him on Thursday, because I brought up running and I'd been running on my treadmill the last it's the weather's been shit here in Gillette the last couple of weeks. So, um, I mean, it's been been beautiful. Well, this week it has been, but (laughs) I feel like none of you guys have any, you can't say shit about weather. You really can't. Cause I see anytime somebody's like, Oh my God, it's snowing. I'm like, really? It's in our defense. We 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 kind of got what you're going through for a couple of days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's like five and you're like, Oh my God, it's so cold. Yeah, we had a, a blizzard, and then the next week we had had negative temps, you know, negative thirty without the wind chill. So, um, been running on my treadmill a little bit the last couple of weeks, and kind of was telling him some not pains, but some some niggles that I had, and you know, figured that it was probably like changing stride. And he's like, okay. I'm like, and I told him, I'm like, well, I think I want to start my streak over. And he kind of looked at me, and I'm like, hear me out. <laughs> I'm like, mile a day, you know, maybe twice a week, and that do three, maybe once a week, you know, doing five. So build it up slowly. He's like, yeah, don't go out and just like dive into, you know, some intense miles. I'm like, oh no, I don't, I don't want to do something stupid (laughs) and get hurt again and have to start, you know, back from square one. So kind of doing it, you know, strategically. So if I do, like I said, a mile a day, and if I can do, you know, maybe twice a week, do three, and maybe once a week do five and kind of build it up from there. Cause I think in my realistic thoughts and goals for the year is to build back up to like a half and a full yeah, and maybe a 30 K trail. If the ankle does well on trails. So have you that- thought about, have you thought about hiring a run coach to kind of help you navigate through some, a lot of the issues? It seems like, that the, yeah, it does seem like that that would be real helpful to someone mm-hmm. who has experience in, you know, navigating, injuries and stuff like that to, yeah. to help you through um because they would know you know how to program you know taking all the guesswork out of things essentially yeah. and like hey this is what i'm dealing with type thing i just didn't know if you've ever if if something like that's come to your mind or about it i mean i'm i'm kind of uh i've been a fly by the seat of my pantser type runner um when i did my first big trail. So when I did big horns in, in 2018, I kind of followed a plan with my running partner that I ran with them that she kind of built. Um, but kind of since then, I'm just like, well, whatever happens, happens. We're just going to go out and run and I don't really have any strategy or um, kind of big plans with it. So yes, definitely think that, you know, that, that might be something I look into just to, to be another, you know, tool and asset that I have. Yeah, um, for sure. To do it smartly you know instead of just kind of winging it you know i thought i would hire a coach for a particular race but i really liked how i felt after my race and so like i've stayed on and i you know will probably stay on for a little bit long you know probably longer i don't know but i think that it, it, it does make a difference you know and i'm you know obviously i started coaching as well um learning how to to program and I, you know, I don't have an issue programming with from other people, but when it comes down to like programming my own, I'm like, Oh, I'll let somebody else do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's a lot either easier to kind of like 
skirted or be like, oh, you know, this happened yeah. today. So we're just going to do, you know, compromise and do whatever and shorten it or what. It's a lot easier to, yeah, kind of skirt it when it's yourself. Yeah, I think I'll for sure always, always probably have that 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 coach. I really like having a coach because it, like I said, it takes the guesswork out of things and mm-hmm. it, it, you know, they know where to build up and when to drop you down and, you know, how to help navigate these type injuries that everyone sees type thing. So yeah, I don't know, maybe throw something back in your, in your mind, but you were talking about a run streak. It is January 1st as we're recording this. So it is, I think I might jump on your train. I know. Okay. I, I was thinking the same thing when I heard this. Yeah. I, got I mean, it's start. just, it's just a mile. It's a mile a day. All right. I'm in. I'm okay. in too. Perfect. A, a mile a day. No, no time requirement. So no, when I get no my 20 minute mile, I'm good. Yeah. It could be however long it takes. I mean, and if you got to slog it out, run, walk it, however that looks, um, I think is the, like I said, there's other runners that, um, like they have a streak page on Facebook and there's some that are hardcore that know it has to be ran and you have to then however you want to do it. I mean, I think it's, it's totally a personal preference. Um, I'm sure that there are walk streakers that go out and walk a mile a day. I mean, if that's what people have to do, if it keeps you active, um, I think that's, that's the point. It's always intrigued me, the streakers. And I'm like, man, that does look fun. But at the same time, it's like, you know, sounds awful at the same time. It sometimes is. I'm not going to lie. I think, um, I'm trying to think. Did you ever have any moments where it was like 1130 at night and you're like, <laughs> oh my God, I got to get this in. No, I don't think so. I think there might've been a few times where I'm like, oh yeah, I still got to run, but it wasn't like, you know, the seventh hour in the evening and going, crap, it's almost midnight. I need to do my run. Um, I think it's cause it's always just, it just gets to be part of your day. And it's like, if I didn't, If I wasn't able to run in the morning, you know, when I got home, that was what I did first thing. So my, even my family, you know, I'd be like, Hey, I've got to run before, you know, we can have dinner or you guys eat. I'll eat when I get back. If I'm, you know, (laughs) go out for more than a mile, if it was just, you know, a crap day, but it just, it's a part of your routine. So I don't think there was ever an issue of going, Oh, I didn't do it. Oh no. Um, Which I think I saw somebody on the Facebook page that kind of did that over, um, the Christmas holiday, they just forgot, but yeah. I'm not sure like what their story and like their, their streak or anything like that looked like. So, I mean, I could see like, if you had a lot of, I don't know, personal turmoil, like just everything going on that you might forget about it. If you have, you know, all of these things happening. Um, but again, it was kind of just like, that's my, you know, my non-negotiable for the day. Like I have to get it done. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Yeah. I'm excited. I'll be excited for a week and I'll be like, oh God, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, damn it. Well, it's just a mile. You could walk a mile. Yeah, I yeah. can walk a mile. I can do this. You Some of the it. streaks that I see people doing is just, I think it becomes overbearing and becomes who they are and who they identify with. And that's why I never done the streak. Cause I just thought sometimes, well, I'll just want to keep going and going and going. Yeah. Then you're that person with the streak. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I think if it's, you know, something that's not huge, like I kind of, I mentioned to Justin, there's, you know, a girl on Instagram that's running 50 Ks every day for 50 some odd days. I think she's almost close to 60 now. Yeah, and 
Yeah. And I'm just like, that's amazing, but I don't know how I could do that. But I'm like, that's a different, you know, completely different, you know, mindset and time and whatever. And if if you have the time to allow it, fantastic. Like I watch her every day. I'm like, Ooh, where's she at? (laughs) It's super cool because I'm like, I don't think I could ever do that. (laughs) I don't know that I would want to, For sure. Um, but you never know. I mean, when all of you guys were talking about doing, you know, hundreds and 50 milers, I'm like, yeah, no, no, I'm never going to do that. And I, I think I said that to my husband this summer and he's like, you know, you're going to right. And I'm like, no, I don't ever want to do a 50 mile. And he's like, yeah, right. He's like, you said that about like 50 Ks and anything past a marathon and look what you're doing now. And I'm like, okay, fair point. I always tell people um, never say never right on those things. Cause you never know you're going to do one. Probably. Well, that and look, there's two hundreds now. I mean, all those hundred people said, "Oh, hundreds too easy." No, there's two hundreds. Right, and they're doing two hundred milers. I've never said a hundred's easy. <laughs> well, you're like, it's funny. I mean, not there's not a hundred yet that I've done that's easy. <laughs> right. You know, Carl's good old quote: "Hundred's not that far." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe not. I mean, I when you're ninety miles in, it's not. But. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I always like count down to get to single digits. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, oh, right. you know, when you're in the single digits, it's almost over. Those things, those rate, single almost. digits. Like you almost want to cry when you're in the single digits. <laughs> like you're you there, but you're not quite there. Yeah. You got nine miles. You're like, it's nine miles. I've run nine miles a thousand times. Right. Yeah. When you can break it's it my down. Nine miles might take four hours. <laughs> four. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like I did my first 50K that I, I really did, I think it was virtual. Um, so I did the Marine Corps Marathon um, in 2020, did their um, 10K marathon, 50K, and you could sign up and do like a trifecta, um, all virtual, of course, because they didn't have any in-person races. And so I had three friends here in Gillette um, that kind of crewed and paced me, and I ran from Gillette through Moorcroft, so, you know, 31 miles away. That was awesome. And my grandma's therapist at the time, she was doing some PT, I think, for her knee, and her PT was like, she knows that, you know, she can drive that and she doesn't have to run it. Right. And I'm like, oh, why not? I mean, let's try it. That's hilarious. I do have to say, I'm pretty jealous of uh, your Gillette rec center. The rec center is nice. I don't go very often. I'm, <clears throat> it's very nice. Um, I mostly have a punch pass to use like the field house when it's nasty out but it's a it's a really nice facility they do a really great job and they have a lot of cool um like workout programs or classes and um kids activities that are really great just be able to go in there and run on that 200 meter track it's awesome yeah i definitely like run that. a 50k on that i was going to try for 20 miles a couple weeks ago and couldn't do it <laughs> well, you can switch it up, you know, do a couple miles one way, do a couple miles another way, go and use the track upstairs, kind of. Uh, true. I did five one way, then five the other way, then five the other way, then I was like, yeah, I was in too much pain. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely have to switch it up on that track because you feel like you're just, if you're going one direction, I always feel like my hips are getting, or my knee, because you're just turning one way, yeah. um, get a little bit angry at you. But it is a super then, nice facility. Then when I switched directions, I was getting the stink eye from all the the walkers. The regulars, yeah. yeah. That happens. I just be like, I'm sorry, I got to do what I got to do to get, you know, whatever your distance is. I've I've been that person. <laughs> <laughs> I just smile and, you know, 
whatever. Yeah. Get out of their way. Well, Rhiannon, what kind of gear do you use? Um, I use for my pack. Um, I'm a I'm an Orange Mud fan. Um, so I have their endurance pack. I've had three. Um, so I just got a new one right before it was like its inaugural run when I injured oh, myself. So I, <laughs> I feel like you're the first runner that we've had on this doesn't wear Solomon. <laughs> I, it's my running partner that I first ran with, Lance, um, and a couple of the Gillette runners were big Orange Mud fans, so that's kind of just what I went with. I mean, I might venture out at some point if I get into longer than you know 50k distances because it's a when. Okay, when. <laughs> when. I'm trying to get the Solomon sponsor. Come on. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm just kidding. I've heard good things. I've looked at their stuff a few times. Um, but for what I use it for now, it's, I like it. I like it's fit yeah. and whatever. Um, shoes, I've kind of been trying different ones. Um, for road, I, I use Brooks. I love the ghosts. Um, that's kind of been my go-to. I'm undecided if I need to try something different. Um, <laughs> just because uh, I feel like I need a little bit more stability since my ankle injury. Um, but it might just be that I'm... I don't know. I, I supinate just a little bit, but I think I always did and I just didn't notice it. So I still use uh, Brooks for that. I've used a couple of their different trail shoes. Um, I think I have one pair. I can't remember which. I think that might be the Calderas or the Cascadias. I can't remember which, but I've only ran in once and I didn't care for them. Um, switched to Ultras. Um, I have the Lone Peak Sixes. Um, that I don't mind so far, but again, I might need something that has a little more structure um, and stability because they're pretty, I'm not sure what a good word is. They're, yeah. they're pretty flexible. Yeah. Um, so I might need something that has a little bit more structure just for my ankles. Um, hats, I, I pick a hat and I wear it till it's dead. Um, so I currently have a 307 um, running hat from Casper from their running group. Um, shirts it's just whatever i don't have like a certain like gear for like shirts and stuff uh leggings and like sports bras i like zaya just because I've, I've that's what i've used so far um black hills running company has some really great gear that i've kind of been getting into so i've been trying a few of their um their stuff they're in rapid um support a local business so uh they're super cool people um trying to see what else uh nutrition i kind of play around with um definitely like whole foods um i'm a peanut butter and jelly fan so i like uncrustables um i'll do can't do it can't do it <laughs> <No>. <laughs> my, my stomach immediately turns i can eat peanut butter um, all day long every day when i'm in a race nope. jelly yeah haven't had an issue so far with food um during black hills 150k potatoes and salt were a big Big fan. I like those. I don't do watermelon. I'm not a huge watermelon fan in races. I just, it's the healthcare side of me. I'm like, how long has that been sitting out and how many hands have touched it? <laughs> and I know that four hours after it being cut, and not refrigerated, that that needs to be tossed. So that's uh, the healthcare side of my brain. I can't do it, but I'll do bananas. Um, I like bananas, pretzels, um, chips, grapes. Um, I like the stingers, honey, honey gels. Um, their fruit snacks are, are good too, but I kind of get tired of chewing something. Um, 
I haven't tried a whole lot of the other different gels. I don't really care for um, like the sports beans, the Jelly Belly. I tried those, oh. I think, when I first started. They're too, oh. so they're too much to Gross. chew, um, and they get really hard. Um, but I haven't tried a lot of the other gels and stuff so far. You should um, try Spring. Spring's really good. Yeah, I've I've heard you talk about them, so it might be one that I look at. Yeah. Um, I always run with uh, hydrate from Beachbody because that's what I've used for years. Um, and my pack um, doesn't really cause me any like stomach issues, so I know I can I can do that, and it's not a problem. Um, and I use their recovery um, formula too for after for you know, your BCAs and everything. So yeah. I just kind of stick to the things that I've I've used and that I know I don't have a problem with. I know that there's lots of other great products out there, but, you know, runners, we like to stick with things that we know, so. That is true. Except for me, I like to try everything. I mean, I'll try I it haven't, <laughs> I'm still kind of new getting into like the ultras and the, and the longer distances. So I haven't experimented a whole lot. It's kind of, I know that this is what works now and it, you know, might be that later down the road, I find other things that work too. Yeah, for sure. So we're trying to grow our network. Um, and so we ask every single one of our guests, who should we interview? This person doesn't have to be a runner particularly. It could be anyone to be honest with you. So who, who do you think would be a, a good fit for our podcast? Um, I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks. So I, <laughs> Emily Cook out of Douglas, Wyoming is, she's a really cool, um, runner. She doesn't so much run anymore, but she's been a race director. Um, she's done the Black Hills 100. Um, I want to say she did the Barkley Marathon. What was her name again? I'm sorry. Emily Cook. She's a physical therapist. And then she spent... I can't remember how long, but she spent um, quite some time last year in Antarctica um, as a PT. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, so she's, cool. she's a pretty awesome, awesome runner and just supporter of like all outdoor activities um, that's out at Douglas, Wyoming. And I'm pretty sure she's on Facebook. I'm not sure if she's on Instagram or not. Cool. Yeah, we'll have to look her up. That sounds uh, pretty interesting. So yeah. Well, Rhiannon, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I feel like, uh, you know, we were able to jump into your streak and like we talked a lot about the mental health side of things. And I think that's, you know, that's important. And there's a lot of entities and, you know, organizations out there that are, you know, helping out with that side of things. And <laughs> I, I think we're making leaps and bounds within our running and trail running, you know, um, social aspects of I don't know where I'm going with that but um thanks for thanks for coming on and and talking yeah, about your streak me. and having to end the streak and it'd be my fault and <laughs> not your fault I mean if it's your fault it's my fault too because I was you know not paying attention and really misjudged distance and didn't land softly didn't do like all of the things you know injuries are bound to happen it's nobody's nobody's fault they just they happen so yeah. it's you know shit things no worries no worries well hey we'll give you a couple seconds just to you know to plug whatever you want to plug whoever you want to you know shout out or if you want to shout out yourself where can people find you type thing okay um well obviously thank you guys for having me um you guys have been you know huge supporters um i'm super thankful to meet both of you as well as all of the black hills runners and like the butters group so the black hills ultra trail runners i'm actually wearing that shirt right now um 
great people over in the Black Hills. Um, <clears throat> friends here in town that have always been supportive. Um, Roger Peabody is one of my friends that I run with um, from our Gillette runners group, so the Razor City runners. Um, we're small. There's only like maybe a dozen of us, but um, obviously my family, my husband, Ben, is always supportive, even though he might not understand like my crazy, you know, race and running addiction and obsession. I'll say obsession because it kind of is sometimes, um, but they're always super, you know, he's always super supportive. Um, my friend Ashley Hicks is, you know, my best friend and one of my running partners here in town that uh, we're kind of getting back into running together. And she's always super supportive and I talk her into lots of crazy things. So she lets me do that. <laughs> um, so we always, you know, have to have your, your crew of people, you know, that help support you, even if they don't get it, you know, family is always supportive, even if they, they don't understand. My brother thinks it's, you know, he's like, running's really hard on your knees. I'm like, it's not really, it's not as bad as other things, but go ahead and be concerned for that. I'm good. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. We really appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. This podcast has been produced and edited by Backbeat Sound. Come and find us on Instagram at backbeatsound1776 or email us at backbeatsound1776 at gmail.com.